0: Good day, everyone, and welcome to the show. This episode is dedicated to my friends, family, and loved ones who have supported me through this journey. Most of you are probably familiar with setting up routine reminders regarding the importance of self-care. If ever there was a time to begin incorporating mindfulness practices into your day, it's now. Leaders and employers are facing increased stress levels, Well, now... Everyone is trying to find solutions to help curb this situation. So today we're going to look at mindfulness in human resources and how it can be a benefit to everyone involved. So in order for us to understand this a little bit better, I thought I would bring on someone who has some knowledge in this area. It is my pleasure to welcome our guest today, Brenda Now, Brenda specializes in social emotional learning and mindfulness. I'm so happy to have her on today. Welcome to the show, Brenda.
1: Thanks, Andrew, for having me today. Oh, you're very, very welcome.
0: How have things been?
1: It's been um, a lovely week. The sun's been
0: shining, so I can't complain. How about you? It's been good, actually. Uh, it, you know, uh, where I am, it's winter, so um, a little bit cold. But actually, this week, it's gotten a little bit warmer. So, um, And the sun's been out. So like you said, it's uh, when the sun's out, it's... Uh, it's always a good thing. That's for sure. Yep. It <laughs> well, it's great to hear it. you. You're doing so well, um, Brenda. Before we begin uh, our episode today or our chat, um, I always like to start things off with a fun question. Are you, Are you ready? I think so. You think so? Okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so my question today is: If you were writing, if you were writing your autobiography what would the title be in progress in progress I like that
1: yeah I like
0: that I really like that in progress
1: in progress I think um, we're always a work in progress aren't we
0: we certainly are and um, I think that we're always learning and if you feel like you are have learned everything then you know it's you know it is what it is right but you know, you, we always continue to learn. That's for sure. I agree. <laughs> Thanks again <laughs> for having fun with me, Brenda. You're uh, you're such a good sport. Hey,
1: that was a good question.
0: You. <laughs> 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 so, why don't we get why don't we start off with you telling us a little bit about yourself, Brenda?
1: Okay. So, um, I was a school counselor for. The about 15 years so the last 15 years I worked um, at a fully inclusive school um, with like four-year-olds to 8th graders so what is that like 13 years old and which was a fun it was a lot of fun there and that's where I deepened my knowledge in social emotional learning trauma-informed practices as well as providing inclusive services to all types of students Um, I also have a teacher certification in mindfulness And I also have my own practice that I've been engaging in for the last nine years. I have had my own consistent daily practice with mindfulness. And thank goodness, because I really needed it over um, COVID times, for sure. It it came in really handy. Um, What else? In the last year, I've transitioned from the school counselor, so that school setting, to owning my own little business called Inner Wisdom Kids. And it's a social-emotional, coaching kind of platform for kids and teens and so what's fun about that is I can kind of use different tools and techniques and and go in different directions than I was able to at schools and so that's kind of a little bit about me I have kids I have dogs I like to hike you know the (laughs) the difficult thing
0: yeah so all the things that keep you out of trouble uh, when you're not working
1: exactly
0: So you mentioned mindfulness, um, it's interesting that you mentioned that, um, that topic, it's something that I think about, uh, have thought about a lot um, lately, especially in the last uh, six to eight months, so tell our listeners what the term mindfulness means to you.
1: Okay, so when I hear somebody ask like you just did, um, what is mindfulness to you? it always brings me straight back to Jon Kabat-Zinn and his definition, which is mindfulness means paying attention in a particular way, on purpose, in the present moment, and non-judgmentally. So, you know, the practice itself that I found even in my own practice is that it helps to develop that awareness of arising emotions and states. And when we're able to recognize when an emotion's coming up or how we're feeling in our bodies, that allows space in which we can respond. So it helps us to develop space for A, to sit with whatever's happening and figure out like what will our response be versus a reaction.
0: Okay, so something that caught my attention while you were explaining that So you said uh, that definition I heard uh, in a non-judgmental way. So do you think, is it because people, when they're thinking mindfulness, uh, they judge? Or is it something that you shouldn't be doing when you are um, thinking mindfulness?
1: Um, When we talk about in a non-judgmental way, We're speaking of like, you know how we all have emotions that kind of arise that are very uncomfortable in our own bodies. So for some, some people have kind of that that feeling of sadness arises, and so instead of looking at it, going, "I shouldn't be feeling sad right now," we're looking at sadness, and I'm sad right now. Like this is where I'm at in this moment, and instead of pushing or pulling or viewing sadness as a negative emotion and judging it and creating a story around it. We're sitting, we're just sitting with it like a friend. Okay. So mindfulness kind of helps you to move through your emotions versus around or over or, or <laughs> bury them down deep.
0: Okay. No, that totally makes sense. So, so that leads me into, uh, my next question, which, you know, now that we've established this, why is mindfulness important in the workplace?
1: Um, just like you said, I think that um, finding ways to support um, all beings' um, ability to manage their emotional states and build that resiliency and you know, reduce stress, especially in this time after we've all been isolated with COVID, um, things have been out of our control in a sense, like And and now we're moving into a new space in which we really need to be much more aware of how everybody's coming into the space. So when we bring mindfulness into the workspace, what we're doing is we're giving the permission for our employees to to be able to think and to be present with however they're showing up. I think um, with that too, it also, helps um it helps individuals to become more emotionally um, agile you build resilience and self-awareness because you're noticing the arising of emotions and sensations in your body and when you start to notice that then you also have space to make different choices so that helps it helps you to connect better with others be aware of your own presence of walking into a space like oh i'm kind of feeling anxious right now and so how do I know that I know what I can do to manage that which also impacts how people are around us so it's it's an overall really nice way to take care of yourself in a space that's moving very quickly and there's lots of stress and there's things to do Mm -hmm. so giving your your employees you know time and space to take care of themselves is powerful Mm -hmm. and so when I was kind of thinking about mindfulness and what that means in a workplace, because my workplace environment that I have to kind of think about be- that I have experience in was in the school with children and employees. So it's kind of the same thing, except for we have kids. But to notice how much mindfulness helped everybody have that common language of practice um, and the ability to help each other through emotions that were arising, it just, it connected us. So I looked, at, um, I looked I looked around, and I found this one um, group called the Mindful Workplace Alliance, which is okay. called M- MWA, and it's a group of 25 leaders from various companies like LinkedIn, Google, Intel, Verizon Media, and so forth. And so what they did is these are all companies that have mindfulness as part of their company program. Like, you work here, this is just part of what we do. Right. And um, they had individuals come in that were – They were trained that knew, you know, knew mindfulness and and, um, facilitated like six to eight week sessions with employees. So that way everybody knew what mindfulness was, what it wasn't, and what it looked like when you practiced. And so they got Mm -hmm. reports from all the different companies of, you know, how's it going? What have you noticed? And so there was reports of, you know, rises in engagement. So people were more engaged when they were practicing mindfulness. Mm-hmm. In, in the workplace um leadership changed and got better it got more stronger um trust mm-hmm. was developed in a company that's huge okay um
0: that's, and then uh, well-being awesome. so when overall you see um yeah so what well, the well-being was overall better so when you talk about leadership there sorry to cut you off there when um, uh, you talk about leadership brenda and mindfulness was it because the leaders were um, taking the time to understand or they're they're being mindful of what situations or what could be going on with the employees, so it was helping them stay engaged. Is that what you're leading yeah, to? Yeah, I think
1: I think what it what it did was because the leaders were also engaging in mindfulness practice, they developed their own skills and awareness of not just themselves but the um, employees that they interacted with
0: right So right.
1: I'm aware of myself and what's going on which also helps me to be aware of how others are feeling
0: that totally uh, that totally makes hundred you know makes sense hundred percent because you know you, you, first you gotta take care of yourself and then once you've taken care of yourself then you have to say okay if I'm helping others how can I how can I do so? So that totally makes sense what you were saying for sure.
1: Exactly. And, and you know, and with your reference to um, HR, like HR to me are like counselors with um, documents. Right. You know, with spreadsheets and, and the, the, all the different types of individuals that you come into contact with for different reasons, like to practice mindfulness and to have that practice yourself would be so beneficial in such a stressful job. Right. Oh, well, for yeah, sure.
0: So, for sure.
1: So lots of different places, Verizon saw an impact on how their employees interacted with clients, and they saw a positive response in that. Um, LinkedIn saw an increase in skilled applicants, and what they were noting was that people are putting their well-being as a priority along with their job and so they're seeking out companies that have mindfulness as part of their philosophy and their community um, at work. So we're starting to see that trend of companies engaging in self-care and employees actually looking for companies that value that.
0: And I do know you just that just resonates with me, what you just said at the end there. Companies are, uh, you know, employees are looking at that when they are applying for jobs. They're doing way more research now. They're looking at the company culture. Um, they're looking at everything. And mindfulness, I would imagine, is going to be, uh, for a lot of people, I know for myself, it would be something that I would be looking for, for sure, if I was applying for a job at a particular company. I'd want to check that out for sure. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So in your opinion, Brenda, how can mindfulness enhance leadership effectiveness?
1: Well, I think we mentioned some of it in the previous, like when we were just talking about why mindfulness in the workplace, but as a leader, what a stressful job, you know, you're not only have Mm -hmm. your own, job that you need to do, but you're also overseeing a lot of different personalities and needs of, of other individuals. And you're trying, you know, your best to support that so that they can produce what you need, that the business itself needs to run. So tons of stress and stress has been linked to, you know, health issues and overall mental health and just lots of, lots of impact. So the number one thing that I think that would enhance leadership is the management of stress. Right. Right, so I think of a lot of times of families, that go, my kids are just out of control, and we always laugh and go, check yourself first. So when you walk into a space and you're stressed, you're gonna impact everybody else's nervous system in that space too. So if you're a leader mm-hmm. that's practicing and super aware and managing your own stress in a healthy way, you're not only, mm-hmm. you know, more responsive,
0: mm-hmm. but you're
1: also impacting the nervous systems of those around you.
0: Mm-hmm. I totally, uh, catch on to what you're saying there. Um, I've worked at different places or I've had colleagues that have worked at different places and they've told me that, um, Nobody says anything to them when they come in. They just go to their desk and do their job. And, you know, they mention it. And then there's places where they walk, in, or colleagues I've talked to, where they walk into the door and everyone says hello to them. Good morning. How was your day or how was your night? Uh, you know, oh, did you make that meal that you were talking about making? So they're, you know, they they've started off the day in such a great mood that they've, they are engaged and they're happy. And at that point they're ready to take on a day for sure.
1: Right. So like you said, they're happy, they're setting the tone of the, of the day. Right. And you also mm-hmm. mentioned that contact and that connection between the different people that work there. So you're, you're connecting more with your employees cause you're present.
0: Mm. which also impacts
1: right? It impacts um, the way that you handle complex issues and solve Mm -hmm. difficult problems Mm -hmm. right? You're Mm -hmm. present you're more um, thoughtful and you take the time versus an immediate um, reaction or impulsive knee-jerk reaction (laughs) like okay we're just going to do this Um, I think it also increases empathy so right? You're listening more to the people that you work with, and like we said, you're noticing when burnout occurs, you're noticing the needs of others too.
0: You know what, you must have just read my mind, Brenda, because I was just about to say that empathy, and uh, I think that's one of the biggest things that a leader could have is uh, have empathy, and I believe if they have a little bit of empathy, all the other things uh all the other structures come into place i, I believe
1: One hundred percent. i mean just like kids want to be seen and heard so do adults
0: yes absolutely i totally agree with you 150 percent on that one so i think we talked about a little bit but we could probably de- dive into a little bit further what are some tips that we can offer to anyone in a leadership position that is looking to find ways to reach their full potential at work and empower their employees to succeed in these stressful times.
1: Okay. So we've talked a lot about mindfulness, right? Mm -hmm. And just, so just like um, any other self-care opportunity, when we're talking about implementing something in a company that's for the well-being of others, it can't just be a box to check, Mm -hmm.
0: right? Or
1: something that we can say, oh, we have this at our company, but there's no follow through. There's no Mm -hmm. doing and being. So it's really important mm-hmm. that you make sure that that's a priority. It's not the first thing that gets knocked off of your schedule right. because we need to make more time to have more meetings. Um, if you can hire somebody who's who um, knows and has been trained in mindfulness as well as trauma, mm-hmm. um, that would be amazing because then you can create that commonality of understanding around mindfulness, what it is, what it isn't. This is how we practice. Here's other options to practice how, you know, different ways in which we can still access mindfulness. Um, So getting people to come in that are, are not only talented in that area, but know what they're talking about. And then make sure that all employees have access to the training. Um, Make Like I said, make it a priority and consistent. So if we're gonna say every Friday, at eight o'clock in the morning we're going to meet and sit for 15 minutes as a community then that's what you do and it's always that um and then Mm -hmm. if you can you know lead well if you can it's a it's actually a must (laughs) if you're in in leadership or in um administration or at the top of the game make sure you're sitting with everybody because if you If you're not sitting, it's not gonna be taken seriously and everyone's just gonna kind of, "Eh, I'm not gonna do that. But if you're the Mm -hmm. leader and you're sitting and showing that this is important to me for not just myself, but for you, you're communicating to everyone else that it's okay to take care of yourself at work. And then if you just wanna start out, share resources, um, there's lots of great apps for a meditation that a company could even buy a company um, subscription and offer it free to all of free access to all of your employees.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, just make sure that there's multiple entry port uh, multiple entry points to access, and that it's scaffolded in a way that um, everybody can access it. So really Wait. think about your employees. So um, mindfulness in company is gonna look different than another company. Just based
0: off of who right. is in your company and their needs. For sure. Uh, something that resonated with me that you said can't. I just love uh, when you said uh, you can't uh, can't just check off. Of, you know, can't be the box to check. So I, I've just thought that that was amazing that you that that you said that. Um, it just caught my attention right away because a lot of times uh processes are, are put together but there it's it's on paper but to like you said before sitting down with employees so when you've set this procedure up on paper then the next steps would be to sit down with everybody and start to develop this process if it's just on paper and it's not uh Followed up on after it's been on paper, then it's there's no use to it, and people are just gonna look at it and they're gonna. They'll be discouraged because they'll see that it's on paper, but it, there's nothing being followed up on it.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, how many times have you worked in a place and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna bring this or we're gonna do this," and then nothing happens. mm mm-hmm. So even checking in with your employees, and. Holding them and seeing what they really need, like really get to know your environment and who you're right. working with.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Brenda, if I could ask you one word to describe yourself, what would it be? Oh, I
1: think that would be curious. Okay. Yeah. I'm super curious about a lot of things.
0: As far as like stuff in general or, 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 um, I, stuff in your profession.
1: I think just everything <laughs> it's, there's a lot okay. of really amazing
0: okay. information
1: and um, crafts and people doing things that, and honestly like individuals, like people are really interesting to me too. So I get really curious about
0: people too. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, any final thoughts today, Brenda? Yeah, I have a good one for you. Okay.
1: So um, when I was reading different um articles and just kind of checking out like mindfulness in the company. This one really stood out to me. It was a article in Forbes magazine and it really it resonated with me and fits really yep. well with this topic. And so the quote itself is the yep. future of work is more than remote work. It is human centered where workers thrive and mindfulness, wellness and well-being become more than just buzzwords. The human centered future of work is a movement and it starts with us.
0: Hmm. Isn't that telling, eh?
1: Yeah. So I was really impressed to see that, and and I think it is the way that everyone's moving. That it is mm-hmm. much more than just you know business centered. It's it's human centered.
0: Right. No, I definitely definitely agree with you one hundred percent. There, that that hit home. I, you know, that hit home for me right away uh, as you're reading that. That was, that was wonderful. Thanks for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Um, well, on behalf of myself and my guest today, I would like to thank you all for listening. Thanks again to my guest, Brenda, for taking the time out of her busy schedule to join us today. So Until next time, everyone, be safe. And remember, if we all work together, we can accomplish anything.